0: I come from a moderately sized family that is pretty spread out in ages i have three brothers and one sister from the oldest to the youngest there is 15 years of separation and i am right in the middle i remember years ago having a conversation with my older brother he is the quintessential firstborn type a to a fault actually we are all kind of type a but He's the type A that has to go full bore at everything, even when everything says this isn't a good idea. But I had this conversation with him nearly 20 years ago and he told me at that time, I want to be like Jacob, the Jacob in the book of Genesis. If you have never read the story of Jacob, you should. But my brother said, I want to be like Jacob because he wrestled with God and he won and I want to wrestle with God. In saying this, I understood what my older brother meant, but I don't think he fully understood what that exactly meant, that Jacob wrestled with God and somehow he prevailed. I knew because even 20 years ago when I was just beginning my studies of the scriptures that his reading of the text wasn't exactly what he thought it was. The story of Jacob wrestling with God is found in the first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter 32. In reality, Jacob had been wrestling with God for much longer than the short event that is chronicled in Genesis 32. He had been wrestling with God for decades. In fact, when the actual main event happened, Jacob was almost a hundred years old. He had a long life of wrestling with God and he showed the scars for it and not just the scars in his own life but in the lives of others that he had affected along the way. But he wrestled with God and the text doesn't exactly say that Jacob won. The text says that a man whom many presume to be a manifestation of God in some incarnate form, a man wrestled with Jacob all through the night until the day was about to break, And the man did not prevail against Jacob. What exactly is going on here in this passage? Well, we can't really know for sure, but many of you have wrestled with God as well. And just like Jacob, the heel-catching deceiver that he was, you cannot and will not submit. And here's the thing. In my consideration of Scripture and my observation and experience of life, God isn't going to force you, but he just might break you. Now, when he saw, the scripture says, the man who wrestled with Jacob, when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip. And the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Did Jacob win? Some might think so, I'm not entirely sure. It seems to me that Jacob's name being changed from Jacob, which means heel catcher and supplanter or deceiver, to Israel, which has an uncertain meaning but seems to mean something like God prevails, his name being changed might indicate that God wins in the end. So God won't force you in this wrestling match that you're engaged in, but he will win. And you may limp for a very long time afterward. That's the long route to get to this. Acts chapter 9 tells us another story of a man who wrestled with God, who fought with God. His name was Saul and he resisted the working of God in his life right up until the time that he met the Lord on the road outside of the city of Damascus. And he fought with God up to that point as he's knocked down on the ground in the shadow of blinding light. And at the end of that story, God changed his name as well from Saul, which means sought after, to Paul, which means small or humble. When Saul met Jesus on the road to Damascus, Jesus said, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Some manuscripts read after that, it's hard for you to kick against the goads. It's hard to you, for you to fight against me. So why don't you stop fighting? Don't fight with God. He will win. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.